0: Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest.
1: Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, REMAX Metro East Side,
2: And I'm Eric Osness from HomeBridge Financial Home Mortgage. Happy weekend.
1: Happy weekend right back at you, my Here buddy. Here we go,
2: deep into spring. And... Can't wait! Deep. So happy so about deep. this weather and everything. and that's everything. why I'm
1: just so pinky today. Well, looking too, yeah. I'm feeling pink, you're feeling just like, spring. This
2: looks like a field in the Skagit Valley. What? <laughs>
1: Okay. I was thinking like all the cherry blossoms, but I'll take tulips because they're my favorites. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I just bought some tulips at the store last night. Did you? Yes. I buy flowers every week. So when definitely. Oh, the fresh ones. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. My my yard is
2: exploding with tulips. No, they're popping. I was wondering why you (laughs) buy tulips in the spring? You buy the bulbs in the fall. And uh, I see you buy the fresh ones in the spring. Yes. Things for
1: inside my home, the cut flowers Uh to make it nice yeah I just run around the yard
2: with a pair of scissors That's kind of well, I don't have them. enough
1: of those out in my yard so i i I help support the people who have the tulip fields and the have oh, yeah. been Skagit, so no, there you go
2: it's so fun. it's fun to watch yeah. those coming up
1: well, speaking of which though I do because we're mentioning that Skagit Valley because things have been opening up mm-hmm. right yeah. we've got we're in phase three primarily, right we have to be careful though because we're on the edge a few people here uh so Keep your distance and keep your masks on. However, areas... So I'm really excited because I'm helping put together like a little field trip of sorts with a bunch of my lady friends at the Renton Chamber and Kent Chamber Mm -hmm. to go up to Anacortes and Skagit Valley. And we're going to go like check out and see if the... Blooms are still out. We're gonna stop by Snow Goose Produce, one of my favorite organic produce places. Mm-hmm. We're gonna to go to Tides of Antiquity, which is where I'm sporting okay, much of my your, outfit, your outfit from today. All right, you are and, very well coiffed today. Yes, so thank job. you. And then also uh, stopping by another new place that's there called Blackbird Wine and Charcuterie Shop, and it's an awesome little you know kind of restaurant. You know that uh, Brian Holmes is the proprietor. He's awesome. Tides also just by the way moved into a new location and it has expanded and even has men's items there now. Okay. And so I'm gonna take this group of like twelve to sixteen women and we're gonna go up there and we're gonna make a day of it. And I'm super stoked and I wanna encourage because those small businesses in those towns could really oh, use they, our dollars. They absolutely do. and if you, if you can do it, by all means, please do.
2: I've noticed, though, so phase three, you know, we, we look at a lot of the small restaurants and things like that. They are on fire right now. It is tough to get a seat.
1: Let, let's know. put that correctly. They're busy, <laughs> They're not busy. on fire. <laughs> <laughs> busy, it's, not an insurance in a claim. Good, in a
2: good way. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> no, so it's plan good. ahead. Yeah, definitely you, know, you have to make reservations, Plan yes. ahead, things like that. Well,
1: if I may... Hmm. The way I'm going to be able to do this with my group of ladies mm-hmm. is that um, we are planning ahead. I am in contact with Jennifer Mann and Brian Holmes, and we are going to schedule um, a, a private party. Oh, there you go. Basically, so Perfect. we'll have some like scheduled time when it's not their busiest time. Mm-hmm. And then Jennifer will actually do private parties where you can get 10% off the items in her store nice. when you do it off oh, her normal hours. And Perfect. so I'm just like. There you go. It's my favorite shop. It's the only place I've shopped for women's clothes in the last almost three years now. Are you
2: going to do the wine and charcuterie before or after you shop? I can't decide. Yeah. I don't know. If we drink well,
1: wine, we might buy more stuff. Oh, yeah. So I was I'm, just going to say. I'm sure Jennifer's like, go get some I wine. If I own Tides of Anacortes, <laughs> I'd say, go drink 1st yes. come in. Have some mimosas yeah, or some champagne. Yeah. Brut rosé. And, and just come on by. Being
2: a guy, just so I understand the word charcuterie, that's like a cheese plate, Right.
1: And salamis salami and things okay. like olives yeah, you and pickles or crackers and yeah, pickle, or, um, crackers uh, and yeah stuff it's delicious. Like that. And he okay. and by the way, Brian brings in local items like he mm-hmm. has local mm-hmm. cheeses and um, you know different companies that create local salamis and yeah. and things of that nature. You forgot
2: to mention my, a lot of my favorite other favorite place in Skagit Valley though,
1: because well, I'm probably not going there. It's, Conway Tower. Yeah. Okay. So there oh, you go. Yeah. That's a biker place. Oh yeah.
2: But they got the best smoked oysters Oh, they do. I've been around. there. They're far yeah. none. They're really good. We're just good.
1: probably not stopping by there. Well, all right. But it is on <laughs> the way to Snow Goose. Snow
2: it Goose. is. That's right.
1: And I do love that place. I just don't know if we need the herd going to well, it's, Brian's it's, place and yeah. the oyster It doesn't joint. quite
2: fit in with the wine and the charcuterie. I mean, it is a tavern. No one's putting on their leather chaps. But if you're coming in that? there in I two wheels, think. that's the place you go. I'm going to tell you right now.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Um, how, now, now, I jokingly say that, but if I actually had somebody to ride a hog with, because uh-huh. I used to, yeah. and I have all the gear.
2: Yeah, yeah. Right? You
1: well. know me. I'm still dating. Like, hey, yeah. Any yeah. any cute hog guys Stick out there? Stick your like, thumb
2: out. <laughs> you, know, you never know.
1: You never know. Of course, but yeah, I've got the I've got the headgear, the goggles, the chaps, eh, good for the you. jacket. I got it all. Absolutely. I am multifaceted, my friend. <laughs> you do not even know. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, speaking of multifaceted, yeah. How are the rates? Are they multifaceted? Or are they like pretty somber? Are they happy? What are they doing? Well,
2: they're all kind of going in one direction, but it's not down right now. OK. Uh, so we do tell we, we definitely have a movement in the market. and Really, this has kind of started since the election. Um, the, the bond market, as I've said many, many times, you know, it it reacts to fear, uh, oh, yeah. fear of inflation. And mm-hmm. anything that's considered inflationary will cause the rates to rise. Stock market going up causes rates to rise. Employment numbers going up, um, inflation statistics are going to continue mm-hmm. rising here. And if yep. you think about um, the inflation statistics that uh, that economists look at, we look at year over year. You know, so for for April, we're throwing away a st- uh, a inflation number from March of 2020, and we're replacing mm-hmm. it with April of 2020. Well, think about kind of what was going on a year ago. We're just over a year into this this pandemic. Really? What was going on? We're replacing on? <laughs> negative economic numbers, <laughs> minus numbers yeah. you know, for inflation, with positive numbers. And so mm-hmm. as we get into the summer, you know, the inflation statistics are going to keep going higher and higher and higher. I, I would kind of guess that by June, we're, we'll probably be looking at inflation numbers uh, up around a little over 2%, 2.1%, 2.2%. Mm-hmm. So when we look at that and we try and, and kind of – you know, relate that to the bond market that's scared to death of inflation. Oh, yeah. You know it's going to push interest rates higher. Yep. Um, there's there's a lot of reasons for that. You know the big one is this 1.9 trillion dollar, you know financial package that that went through Congress. We don't have 1.9 trillion dollars sitting no. in our coffers. Nobody does. We'd it's be a, borrowing it's, that. It's a staggering <laughs> amount of money. It's it's yeah. a, I mean if if you if you went back to about I don't know 1 BC invested a million dollars a day yeah we still wouldn't have 1.9 trillion dollars today we'd need another i think couple thousand years to to get to that level you know it's a it's a mind boggling amount and we don't have it so how do we how do we finance that sort of thing we borrow it Mm -hmm. and the way we borrow it is by selling treasury securities on the market well those treasury securities compete directly against the mortgage markets which also Mm -hmm. sell mortgage-backed securities And yeah, you yeah, got to sell the, the bonds. And the only way you can sell them is if there's not enough buyers, the price goes down, which means the interest mean rates, the yields go up.
1: Supply and demand. Yeah, that whole supply that and demand thing.
2: Right, exactly. Yeah. Now, some of the recent bond auctions have been less than stellar. And, and that does tend to push the rates higher. And as we get into the summer, what we're anticipating is that that problem will worsen. Mm-hmm. And these things are cyclical, though. So it's going to mm-hmm. get to a point uh, that this amount of debt will will ultimately slow the economy down also taxes going Mm -hmm. up that's in the in the proposals yes uh so as the economy slows uh, i'm gonna predict that by next year this time we will most likely be slipping into a recession and that will (gasps) will start to lower the interest rates yeah the r word yeah remember
1: how we had to have those conversations a while back i know yeah
2: well, think of it like steering a freighter, but not not the one that was stuck in the Suez Canal. well, maybe yeah, i don 't know, but a you make a little little slight course adjustment mm-hmm. you know on a freighter, and it's going to take a while before you know the ship starts to turn mm-hmm. and, and that's essentially what the fed's doing you yeah. know right now, and trying to kind of keep keep things moving along keeps rates relatively low, but there's only so much they can do mm-hmm. uh, so we do see rates going higher um probably into the summer and at some point. Mm-hmm you know later on i don't know if it'll be this year early next year then we'll see the rates start to go back down ultimately they will they will go lower because all this debt will Mm -hmm. can do nothing but slow our economy down and that will cause the rates to fall yeah
1: i actually watched a video the other day that was quite interesting because it was talking about all these issues that you've just covered and and say why is debt bad Mm -hmm. and it was actually very interesting because it was pointing out like There's a lot of scare tactics that everyone's like, oh, we're leaving this on our children and our grandchildren and so on and so forth. But Mm -hmm. it's like, but then they also compare that to the fact of like, let's say you started a business.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: What do you often do when you start a business?
2: Well, you you leverage, you borrow, Yeah, you you have have to to borrow. Mm -hmm. And
1: then eventually work your way out of whatever that problem is, hopefully. Now, I know that not everyone agrees that we'll be able to do that well. That's part of what. No. You know, well,
2: my analogy is is our our spending is more like you have somebody with Alzheimer's that's watching mm-hmm. um, the shopping network channel and they're <laughs> buying everything that they see, right? On TV. You know, well, but so. like
1: you're even saying though, the rates are going to go back down, and the thing is, mm-hmm. is if that continues to stay down, think about the affordability that it will continue to provide for home buyers over time, because Counter, you and I,
2: counteracted mm-hmm. by higher taxes, yeah. and higher home prices, yes. So, so there's, I mean, if you think about the, you know, a $700,000 home in Seattle, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we've got these low rates, which make those right. somewhat affordable. Um, if the rates go up that, that, you know, erodes yeah. that, that, that factor. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're it's all, a, it's all a balancing act. It and, is. It's a
1: total balancing mm-hmm. act and there's no perfect way to do it.
2: There certainly isn't.
1: That And that's the whole thing is like, <laughs> everyone gets very bent out of shape about it, but you have to mm-hmm. remember... It is a balancing act that does have to have some give and take. Mm -hmm. And it means also have some patience Mm -hmm. and maybe learn more about all of these economics. I mean, that's one of the things I've always enjoyed about our show. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about who our guest is on our show because that also gets into economics and financial literacy. Because I'm not saying what I'm saying to be, you know.
2: Oh, for sure. Problematic well, or no, to we, create. We, could, we can we can, do this all day long, absolutely. Oh, yeah, and we um, do. Let me give you the update on rates, though, right oh, yeah, now. Yeah. So for the national average right now, 30-year fixed-rate mortgages, we are sitting at 3.38%. And if you remember, a month ago, a month and a half mm-hmm. ago, we were under 3%. 15-year fixed rates, around 2.8%. FHA, VA, around 2.88%. And jumbo thirty-year fixed rates are hovering almost the same, three point three three percent right now. So again, not... okay, this
1: is still oh yeah, no, awesome. no not not bad My in the whole first, scope of we things. We talk about this all the time. My first mortgage was nine.
2: I know. I have some clients that are a little bit butt hurt because the rates I aren't know. what they what I they were a you few just months said that ago. On our show, Good heavens. Well, <laughs> hopefully you're not. And uh, and we're going to be right back though because we have more open house with Team Reba, and we're going to be talking. um with How not fina- to get butt hurt in your that's future. That's right. <laughs>
0: We'll be right back. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba.
2: Sorry about that. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage.
1: We're just having too much fun here today. And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba. And we are here
2: every Saturday from 2 to 3 o'clock. And
1: Sundays from three to four.
2: That's right, and always on podcasts. Yes,
1: your favorite podcast serving up open house with Team Reba. Just go to Alexa or iTunes or Spotify, whatever you like.
2: Buzzsprout, Stitcher, any, any any of, those. of them. Yep. If
1: you know where you get your... Go find it. It's there.
2: That's right. That's right. (laughs) open house is waiting for you. It is. Uh, But, you know, we have almost six years of content on there and a ton of really, really interesting Mm -hmm. guests and information and things that are going to make your life uh, better.
1: Yes, and we'll teach you all kinds of wonderful things, that you know about wonderful programs and nonprofits and businesses. We just really, really love it. That's so. right. And speaking of wonderful and so things and,
2: and people and everything, we're really happy today. We've got yes. uh, Brittany Gotro with us, uh, and Brittany mm-hmm. is with Clarity Capital Partners. So welcome, Brittany.
1: Thank you for joining us.
3: Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today. Yes. It's and beautiful. I, oh,
1: it's so <laughs> beautiful, and I love that we, without planning... We both went pink. Yes. I love it. You missed the memo, apparently. I'm but, stuck in St. Patrick's Day. But you know what? You are in a spring green tone. Right. So I, we look yeah. very springy here inside the Absolutely. studio today. Absolutely. So, yeah, but Brittany, thank you so much for being here. It's just a pleasure to have you on, and we love having people in the studio with us as well, despite the sneeze guards.
3: Yes. I'm loving it. Thank yes. Thank you so much for having <laughs> me here. It's good to see you both, and it's always fascinating to hear conversations about Finances and mm-hmm. rates and what's happening in the market and all of that. You're speaking my language. Yes. Oh boy,
2: yeah. What's yes. going on right now? Absolutely. Yeah.
1: So let's let's tell our listeners what your language actually is. Explain Clarity Capital.
3: So we are a holistic financial planning wealth management firm. We specialize in working with business owners, entrepreneurs, key executives and companies and helping them figure out a way to create a life and a legacy that they love. We are very much about values-based financial planning. And making sure that your finances are working the way that makes you happy and proud at the end of your life.
1: I love that. Yeah. That, that is great job. I she love She did it. that without even reading that off of something. Yeah. That was beautiful.
3: I love that. I
2: would I would call that the the elevator speech, and that's good. It's like, okay, let's go a few more floors. I want to learn more about that.
3: I love it. So, if only I had a business.
1: <laughs> that's
2: right. <laughs> so values-based. Yes. Yes. So you're, you're picking investments and products and things like that that sort of fit fit the, the psyche for your for your clients?
3: Correct. So we've got the gamut of clients. We've got folks that are really just out there to make money with whatever investment and whatever investment vehicle they want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got folks that are very conscious about their investment practices. So mm-hmm. they're not going to be investing in things like alcohol or marijuana or oil mm-hmm. and gas, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we take you through a very thorough questionnaire, and it is very specific to Who you are, what makes you tick, what your value system is, so that we can put the best financial plan together for you that you're going to be happy with at the Mm -hmm. end of the day. So,
1: I love that because that I mean that was something when I started investing twenty seven some years ago or more. That good job by the way. Thank you. Uh, Yeah. Well, yes and no, I guess. (laughs) But I mean, it's all it's all changed over the years. But I just remember I was with back when Prudential was still around, right? And the first person I got partnered up with, and because this is why I'm excited to have you here, because you're, we're going to answer some questions for listeners that if they haven't taken these steps are very, very key. Because how I got my first you know, wealth planner, if you want to call him that, was my best friend had married a guy who his best friend happened to work at Prudential. Nice. And they were like, yes. oh, yeah, we're doing some of our stuff with him. Here you go. Well, I found out in very short order that all the stuff he was recommending to me was the stuff he got the highest commissions on, mm-hmm. and I got pretty annoyed by that because, mm-hmm. and then I ended up um, interviewing with a couple of other people in Prudential and ended up with this other gal instead, and she had this kind of, um, you know, values based perspective, but it, again, Prudential didn't really offer like specific products around that, and it just so happened she she happened to be a lesbian, okay. and so she was very focused for a while it, again this was the the person who's selling me things I was totally fine with where she was going because she was like I like to support gay-friendly companies which I was 100% behind because I had a cousin of mine who was gay who had died from AIDS and I was very much in support of that right. and so I said yes absolutely I'm I'm with you on most of this but I'm also going to make some of my own decisions but we at least were collaborative yes and the thing was I just realized like there didn't it's kinda of like real estate agents. People just kinda of go to the first person they talk to or who's kind of thrown at them mm-hmm. or who they meet. And there's there wasn't a, a simple way at the time for me to really know if this guy was gonna be good and then I had to learn the hard way. Right. Um, that he wasn't looking out for my best interests. Um, so having you here today is great because I, w- I want to give our listeners an opportunity to understand like what do you really look for mm-hmm. when you are looking for someone to help you in financial
3: services? Absolutely. And you need to interview whomever that person is or multiple people, I yes. would suggest, honestly. Yeah. For synergy, make sure that mm-hmm. you guys have a-, a cadence that is workable and feasible for mm-hmm. you and you're right. comfortable with each other. You can collaborate well because this mm-hmm. is going to be a partnership that you're going to have hopefully for decades. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is going to set you up for whatever retirement looks like. To yeah. some people, they're never going to stop working, mm-hmm. but they want the option to stop. They mm-hmm. want yeah. financial freedom. Sure.
1: And or they're also looking for their family. Because I'll tell you, right. Brittany, I had a I'm I'm just gonna give some examples to our listeners because I've been having some very interesting conversations with my team lately. And one of them was because I'm working with a client of mine who I've known him through most of his career in tech, and his wife is more kind of around science-based, but she's also had, um, you know, she's been the majority caregiver to their two children, and so she's also had some career changes. She mm-hmm. went to culinary school because baking was a thing, and so she's become a master baker. Like, wow. she's amazing. And we were having a conversation the other day about what, they were looking at an over $3.5 million house. Okay. And the wife was telling me how her mind was blown that they were even in this position to buy it because her, her husband has changed tech companies over the years. He currently happens to work at Google. And they were telling me the income disparity between the two of them. She said, I donate my salary. Mm-hmm. Like my salary is so insignificant to my husband's. Right. And the concern was she's like, we're looking at buying this house. She's like, what if something happens to him?
3: Right. Right. What,
1: what am I going to do? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, that's where your planning Mm -hmm. comes into effect here. Estate planning, financial planning. I hope you have some amazing life insurance on him. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All of these kinds of things. And so I brought that back to my team and was reminding them how important it is for us to be able to talk about money with Mm -hmm. our customers because money brings up. All of that fear based you know, like as humans, we're driven by fear. It's our it's our survival mechanism. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so when we can learn how to manage that fear and know build this knowledge base, we can keep it under control a little bit. Right. 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 So, uh, yeah. So I'm just I'm. So thrilled that we have
3: this on the show today. Well, and and money really is one of our most intimate subjects. Yes. We don't typically walk around and go down the street and say, I make a million dollars a year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or I make $50,000 a year. Whatever that looks like. Mm -hmm. It's not something Mm -hmm. we're comfortable with. And one of the biggest uh, issues uh, that we have in relationships is related to money, typically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this client was actually worried about inviting their friends. If they got this house, she's like, I don't think
1: I can invite all my friends over because they're going to start thinking something different about me. And I'm af- like, she was afraid <laughs> right. of being rejected. You know, feel self-conscious right. about it. Yeah. Mm. She felt bad. Mm-hmm. And right. I was like, y- that is a normal thing. It it's is. a very normal thing.
2: Well, we all sort of hope to be at that place in our lives at, at some point. So... This is where you come in though, mm-hmm. right? Because yes. you're not just looking at, oh, I've got, you know, some money to invest. You're trying to look at the whole picture. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and Reba just kind of mentioned investments, of course, mm-hmm. but insurance, um estate planning, all of that. Right. So what wh- what are some factors that you look at to kind of put that all together?
3: So you know everybody has a different story and some of a lot of my work is about their story growing up what was your first memory when it came to money Mm -hmm. and how is that going to impact your money and your your direction going forward
2: oh interesting and so
3: some people have a scarcity mindset Mm -hmm. because money was so scarce there was never enough Mm -hmm. when you were growing up and then you get into adult life and you're Like this gentleman probably Mm -hmm. is making great stock options at Google and has a great salary. And -hmm. now all of a sudden he's going, he might, if that's the mindset that he might be running into some blocks of, Mm -hmm. well, I can't buy that house or I can't buy this vehicle or I Mm -hmm. can't retire because I don't have enough. And Mm -hmm. so kind Mm -hmm. of breaking that apart. Well, his
1: wife is definitely feeling that.
3: Sure. Absolutely. He's,
1: He's at least in his mind can, can say, yeah, we can. He goes, it's a little mind blowing, but I do the numbers, and he's like, "Yeah, I get it." Like he conceptually gets it, but he's got a spouse he's got to deal with, and right. she's just like,
3: "Oh, oh my gosh, oh, yes.
1: I didn't grow up like this. I don't know." Uh. Yeah. And and I totally get that, hundred mm-hmm. percent get it. And that was part of my conversation with them was, you know, what that meant to them over time. So I love because right. when you said holistic, I was going to ask you like, what do you mean by the holistic point of view right. of that? Right. So that dives right into it.
3: It does, and it is very much estate planning and investment advice, and insurance all of that it is what complements you and what you need if mm-hmm. you are someone that is a business owner and you've got complexity upon complexity there are options for you that other folks might not have have access to like a solo 401k if you're a sole proprietor is a really popular thing mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. if you haven't looked at it you should <laughs> um but you know on the other side of the coin you need to understand picking the right financial advisor and the timing of picking a financial advisor is important as well. Mm -hmm. Pretty much any time you have a life event, whether you have purchased Mm -hmm. your first home, You have gotten a new really big career with stock options that you don't understand. You have a child, you have Mm -hmm. um, something going on, someone that relies on you financially. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be a child. It could be a parent, it could be a sibling, it could be someone Mm -hmm. along those lines, or you get married. Mm -hmm. Or remarried.
1: Right. Like a certain someone in the studio Hmm. I know. Yes. Any I'm so excited to go to your wedding, by the way. <laughs> Congratulations. So, thank you. Yeah. Give me some good food
2: there, i tell you that. I,
1: I'll bet. <laughs> I can't wait. As it should be. Good
3: food uh, is always a special. But
1: please not Dick Burgers. That's like, I know I know you love Dick's Burgers, but like I hope that's not the only food you'll have. I can't control
2: <laughs> what certain members of my family will or will not do. Okay. So I can't I can't rule that out, but let's just say I I'm not bringing I
1: anticipate them. seeing it. Yeah. I'm just hoping it's not oh, the no. only thing on the menu. Oh, no. Oh, no. No,
2: no it'll be amazing. Yeah, okay. It'll be amazing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So, yes. So all of those different life events which was a laundry list, which is basically all of life. Right. So um, I think, well, that is a lot of life. We have so many more questions for you, though, Brittany, but we're going to have to go into our how we pay the bills part of the whole show. And we will be right back with Brittany Gautreaux from Clarity Capital Partners in just a moment.
0: Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba.
1: Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And
2: Eric Oznis here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And we've got Brittany Gotro with us uh, with Clarity Capital. Thank you so much for joining us again. Happy and to be here. So, so Brittany, if uh, you have a client that's uh, in their 20s, yes. Uh, what are some things that they should be thinking about and doing uh, today, uh, apart from maybe just uh, looking at uh, Reddit forums yes. on, on what to
3: invest in? <laughs> if you're getting your financial advice from Reddit, you should probably find a professional.
0: I'll just start there. <laughs> yes. Number one. All right, yes. check.
3: Check. Uh, honestly, that is the million-dollar question. Literally, if you mm-hmm. did one thing in your twenties that could make a lifetime of difference, it is start investing in a retirement plan whether it is through work or opening a IRA account, a, mm-hmm. a Roth or a traditional. If you start now and say you're 20 years old, mm-hmm. you will make one at a certain rate of return. On average, you'll make more than a million dollars than somebody that's at 30 years of, of age mm-hmm. putting 5 mm-hmm. to 10% of yeah, their income away. because you get the away. compound effect. It's the compound effect. Mm-hmm. So you definitely want to start retirement savings which is so boring in your 20s, right? You want Mm -hmm. fun things and to travel or do other things, but start early. But you can
1: still do those things. As long as you budget well, you can do both. And especially if you work at a company that does matching funds of any kind. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. one of the things that I did in my 20s was not every firm had something like that, but I was certainly mindful of it Mm -hmm. because it was like, that's free money. Why would I not take advantage of that? Mm -hmm. And then the other thing was that I just didn't, travel lavishly i exactly. went to europe but i went to hostels and two mm-hmm. you know one and two star hotels like oh, i didn't likewise. need to be in a five star so i could selfie myself to death <laughs> well, you know we so didn't even have that then <laughs> exactly. I, 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 I
2: work both reba and i work with a lot of first-time home buyers that, yeah. that are in their 20s thank mm-hmm. thank heavens you know they're they're getting off the right start also with with starting a real estate portfolio and yes. and that also is a i think mm-hmm. a fantastic element to yes. your, your long-term wealth generation absolutely but um a lot, of, a lot of our first-time buyers in, or folks in their 20s are also you know, grappling with a fair amount of debt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yes. so when you're talking with somebody like that, how do you reconcile that? It's like, okay, well, I've got this debt but I also know I need to get retirement going. Right. Do you kind of work with them to come up with some ideas to eliminate the debt and, and, and migrate more into to savings?
3: Yes, absolutely. The biggest thing is figuring out the right plan absolutely is a, a mm-hmm. area of focus, but debt does need to get paid off and mm-hmm. it is important, but so is your retirement savings because at this point we are not planning for social security Mm -hmm. under the age of 50 right yeah and that means the onus is on you to have enough money for retirement so they're both very important Mm. and they both need to be tackled appropriately if you're doing if you're trying to pay down some debt fire find your highest interest rate or highest amount of money that you owe and start paying the most you can towards Mm. that once that's paid off, roll it into the next highest interest mm-hmm. rate card mm-hmm. or whatever that looks like and continue that, which is called the snowball effect, mm-hmm. until that debt is paid off.
2: Yeah, because I kind of think of it as your rate of return. If you're paying right off up. a credit card that's paying charging 15%, mm-hmm. you're yes. making 15% exactly. on, on every dollar you put into that. Exactly. exactly.
3: It is worth getting those paid down as quickly and paid off as quickly as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay. I also... Um, I'm just going to throw this other pitch out there because we've seen this happen several times with some of our clients trying to buy a car or buy a house. They go out and either lease or buy a car. Just please understand the financing around those types of things because Mm -hmm. we have seen – I was working with someone not long ago that I didn't didn't know that car dealerships could do this, but they had wrapped – They'd had one car that was not working. They needed to go get another car, but they still had debt on the old car. So they mm-hmm. took the debt from the old car, stacked it on top yep. of the mm-hmm. cost of the new one, yeah. and now they're carrying two loans in, in effect. Sense, yes, and I'm just like that. Wow, that really I, read I've never the had fine to. Print. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've never done that myself. So I was a little blown away when I heard that it was possible. Let's just say, mm-hmm.
2: um, folks, don't do that. Don't do that, don't please.
1: Do it. I've seen so many people really hurt themselves with mm-hmm. that. Um, or not knowing how the financing actually really works and the interest rates and how they can shop for those things right. a little bit better, right. right? But okay, so let's go back to so some. Let's say someone's sitting down with you; they're getting some of this advice. What other types of things would you suggest to them?
3: Well, in your twenties, it's also important to start looking at other investment vehicles. So, buying a first-time home purchase. In doing that, there are ways to buy something to generate income for yourself. Buy a duplex. Rent mm-hmm. one side of it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then your mortgage is half paid or, in some cases, fully paid by mm-hmm. your renter. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's a great way to get started. And that's your starting house. Your starting house is not your forever house in most cases. Mm-hmm. Right. So start where you can and, and get going on it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. We have, in fact, a lot of people nowadays, um, I will say, in our real estate market locally, Um, because Airbnb, and you know, which has kind of overtaken the VRBO, but both of those are Mm -hmm. out there. And so a lot of our client base is looking for that second kitchen opportunity or, or, or shared space. I'm closing on a transaction this week for a client that is the daughter of one of my friends. And that's exactly what she's doing is she's buying a house and the roommates from where she's at right now are going to move in Mm -hmm. with her. Perfect. And it's going to be great. It's right. going to be great for her long term future. I can't, yeah, I'm so excited for them. Mm-hmm. It
3: makes so much sense for them to do that. And yeah. in the long run, she is going to be so much better off.
1: Yeah. And she's only 26. Oh,
3: that's amazing. That's wonderful. I love yeah. it.
2: We even have a loan program where we can count that rent income. We call it border income, as long as you can document it. Right?
3: Really? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
3: I did great. not so, know
2: that. Mm, we'll have to talk about that one of our shows yes coming
1: please up. <laughs> add <laughs> that to the list yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're gonna talk about crossing the border that's right okay we'll have so, it we'll do that with Cinco de Mayo uh, there, oh, right. perfect
2: okay <laughs> there, there you go I'll bring my uh, a
1: sombrero and a poncho and <laughs> that's right yes okay I was
2: gonna say I'll bring the chips and guac but yeah. that's okay we can do that too
1: well they don't let us bring okay. food in I'll bring so, the margaritas
2: so Brittany what if I'm in my 40s so that 20s ship has sailed. Yes. Now all of a sudden I'm I'm eyeball. Oh, you <laughs> smart I'm I, I'm eyeballing retirement. It still seems like forever away. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. But but those of us that have passed the forties are will very, uh, you know, tell mm-hmm. you right away. It like it goes so quick. Every year mm-hmm. the year goes by even faster and faster oh and faster. Yes. So yep. so I'm in my forties. What should I kind of have in place at this point, and uh, you know, to cover myself for retirement also unforeseen circumstances that could come up like that check engine light you know pops up on Mm -hmm. your forehead
3: right well the biggest thing so this is almost good for you know maybe 35 to 55 maybe Mm -hmm. that's a good range for these types Mm -hmm. of suggestions the biggest thing is the more people or assets that rely on you income wise then you need to start considering life insurance and what type of life insurance is going to be best for you And your financial situation to ensure that your family, your house, everything is covered in Mm -hmm. the event of your death. Mm -hmm. Um, There are also life insurance policies that have riders attached for long-term care planning. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that's the time in life that you're young, typically, and you're still healthy. Mm -hmm. And so life insurance is a good thing to have at that point. So relatively
2: affordable. Yes. Mm
3: Yes, exactly. And the other side of the coin is you might have children that are Mm -hmm. looking at college Mm -hmm. and College is a family value. It is There's not really a choice. You're going to college. That's what we're Mm -hmm. doing. College is a massive expense right now, Mm -hmm. and you need to start planning for that too. So setting aside dollars into a 529 or an UTMA or something along Mm -hmm. those lines for your children if that's something you'd like to do. And then the other side is look at your retirement accounts that you have do you have 401ks from old employers that are just floating and sitting at that old employer Mm -hmm. and you're not really aware of what they're doing Mm -hmm. it's time to consider rolling those into an ira because you will have so many more opportunities for investments that are available in that ira than in that 401k plan that you really don't have eyes on anymore Mm -hmm. right it's the time to have a solid financial plan put together and to be definitely working with a financial professional to make sure that you're on the right track to get mm-hmm. you where you need to be. So those are top of mind. Right. The three right, right there. I, but
1: Yeah, I can't encourage our listeners enough to take that advice that you just had, especially about 401ks that are just sitting out there floating around. Mm-hmm. My ex-husband is a perfect example. Okay. He had left one company and a 401k was just sitting there And i knew how much it was when he and i had gotten married and it only adjusted maybe a couple thousand dollars over several years and i had been continuing to press him to like hey why don't you roll that over to the wealth manager that i work with right and he eventually because he was like what it's still growing i'm like like a thousand dollars a year that's nothing that's like not it right the year he put that in with the guy that i had worked with it it grew $25,000 $25,000 uh, it was only 75,000 or 70,000 to start and it grew $25,000 in just one year because someone was actively managing it makes and difference. paying attention to it it's and it was a huge difference mm-hmm. and I remember when he came back to me he was like wow that was really great I was like you could have done that three years ago
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> funny how that works
1: yeah but like but that's hey, but good for you honey good for you thank you for doing it right <laughs> you know right but it's, I mean, you're so right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're so absolutely right. And the thing was, is he was getting close to 60. Oh,
3: yeah. Wow. So that was kind of a and scary. And that money had sat for a bit, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow.
1: A
2: long yeah. time. Well, okay, so Brittany, and, and on that kind of similar parallel to that, I, I hear this objection from time to time, probably more often than not. Oh, you know, yeah, I should do that. But it's just not a good time to invest in the market right now. Ugh. You know, oh, we're, yeah. we're at yes. record highs uh, for the market. Mm-hmm. so. You know, maybe I should wait until it, it tanks and, right. and then do that. Well, that
1: sounds like people talking about housing. Okay, <laughs> <Right>. But go <laughs> ahead. Yeah, we, get the, we get the
2: same <laughs> argument, right? Yeah, no, uh-huh.
3: it's true. Well, the biggest thing that to remember is that the stock market, much like the real estate market, over time, it is going up. There mm-hmm. are certainly dips. And the more time you have, time is your friend. Because mm-hmm. typically in most lifetimes, you're going to see six or seven market corrections, mm-hmm. whether that is a the dreaded r word Mm -hmm. or just a dip in the market and Mm -hmm. that's going to make a big impact on you but the longer you stay out of the market the more missed opportunity you have Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. i've done scenarios and i don't have the exact numbers off the top of my head but the the difference of sitting out a market cycle was hundreds of thousands of dollars Mm -hmm. and just to time the market so It's not about timing the market. It is about time in the market. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. We've unfortunately gotten into a society that right now really over-glamorizes the day trader. Oh, yes. And there's too much of that short-term type of mindset. Mm -hmm. And that one is definitely built around a lot of fear, um, just like so much of what we have to get impacted by. But it's – Well, that's
2: not even investing.
1: No, it's not. No. But it impacts how the rest of the public looks at investing. True. yeah. Because they see that. There's television shows. There's movies around that. And people suddenly think, oh, I have to do this. T-. It's like, no, no. Mm-hmm. And the other part of it that they forget is that what you're choosing to invest in, it's not all just about stock price. Do they pay dividends? There's a lot of options, right? Right. So anyway, we're going to get back to this wonderful, exciting topic with Brittany when we get back after these messages here at Open House with Team Reba. And uh, thanks for being here with us.
0: Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The Answer. To open house with Team Reba.
2: Welcome back to open house with Team Reba. I'm Eric Oznis from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage,
1: and I'm Reba Hess dancing in my seat as always with there Team Reba. Go. Yep, got that thing going. <laughs> on. All
2: right. Well, thanks again for joining us this weekend, and we've got Brittany Gotro with us from Clarity Capital Advisors. So, thanks again for joining us. Really appreciate having you here.
3: It's been so fun. So, yes. in, the, in the last segment, mm-hmm.
2: we were kind of talking about. All right, what if I'm in my 20s? Mm-hmm. What if I'm in my 40s? Uh, you know, what do I do now? What if I'm in my 60s? Which he I'm starting is. Oh, now bite your tongue. Oh, your brother just <laughs> turned 60. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, much Lance? younger brother. All right. So, so first off, right? Don't panic.
3: Yes. Right? Do not panic. <laughs> <laughs> Rest assured. Do not panic. So every everyone is different at this point in life. You should certainly have a financial advisor, and it goes back to that story, right? Mm-hmm. That financial mm-hmm. story, and a lot of folks are leery of talking with somebody because they're embarrassed by financial decisions they've made. But if retirement is on the horizon and you have not talked to somebody, please get on the phone with somebody. It's important mm-hmm. uh, to make sure that you are on the right track and you can live y- your best version of your retired life. So biggest things to consider in retirement, health care costs. Mm-hmm. Yes, Yes. Big, big dollars there, especially mm-hmm. in the last 10 years of your life. You're going to spend the most amount of health care dollars in the last 10 years mm-hmm. of your life than you are pr- pretty much the entire life before that. Mm-hmm. So planning. is a cost to those hot wings. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Watch out. Um, so the planning for health care costs. Make sure that yeah. you are covered. If you have not gone on to SSA.gov to check out your Social Security benefits or you're not getting those letters in the mail, Go there and you have to type in your social security number and register for an account. But it is going to come up with literally, you know, you worked for X amount of years and your social security benefit is $24,000 a year. Mm-hmm. That's a number that is helpful in figuring out mm-hmm. what to plan for income wise. Mm-hmm. And, yes. you know, remember, in most cases, social security benefits are taxed. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to have that planned. And, and then, and at
1: 24000 that's basically poverty.
3: Yes. You're, mm-hmm. So you most can't people plan on live living on that. that. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct.
2: Not especially if you have a mortgage. Right.
3: Right. Yeah. right. Or, t- or property taxes like they are mm-hmm. here. Right. right. And yeah. ideally, your mortgage is paid off mm-hmm. by the time you retire. Mm-hmm. You don't have that weight on you. And then it just comes to living expenses and figuring that out. So review your retirement plan as well.
1: I'm just going to throw a thing out there about why it's even more important to make sure to do this because the vast majority of people buying homes today, once they changed capital gains exemptions,
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: very few people live in their home for 30 years anymore. Right. Very few. Right. So you truly, truly need to be looking at this very, very closely yes. and, and managing your long-term you know, uh, investments because mm-hmm. people have taken advantage of that capital gains exemption many times because of how that adjustment has happened over the last couple of decades Mm -hmm. but it is i don't personally just as someone who works in housing i don't expect probably anyone i've sold a house to to be paid off on a mortgage right there's very few people i know who will be paid off by the time they get to retirement age because they're changing homes
3: right and they're and they're upgrading in most Mm -hmm. cases and yeah. at this point in life, you really need to have those conversations with yourself of going, okay, do I need a 3,000-square-foot house mm-hmm. on an acre of land and mm-hmm. yeah. every the maintenance and everything? It might be time to downsize, buy something right. outright, get out of that mortgage, mm-hmm. and then, you know, live your retirement years stress-free in a space mm-hmm. that you love that, that you don't have to break your back taking care of every day. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I have some friends right now that are up in Briar, and that's mm-hmm. exactly – the wife is older – by about 13 years than her husband Mm -hmm. and she's supposed to be able to retire by the end of this year. And that's exactly what they're looking at. They're like, we have this house with this mortgage and all these things, but she's like, I want to retire. Right. And I don't want to have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to put all this extra strain on my husband. Mm -hmm. So they're looking to prep their home to sell and go move to a less expensive environment. But not everyone here, as we've talked often on this show, not everyone here wants to do that. Many people want to stay here Mm -hmm. and enjoy the quality of life we have. So you know, it just or all even the in the same neighborhood, right? You know, and just I, in a smaller. I, home. I don't want
2: this three thousand square foot home, but yep. I want to live in the same neighborhood. I want to shop at the same grocery exactly. store, and my doctor's here, and my right. dentist is there. That comfort
1: right. is there, right? Yeah. Right. So Starting it's, over, it's,
2: scary. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's figuring, getting that mm-hmm. all figured out, and also, uh, Reeve and I have kind of talked about um, ADUs, uh, putting in an yes. accessory yes. dwelling unit. And and you mentioned it earlier, you know, something that uh, generates some income and offsets mm-hmm. some of those costs. So right. there are some things that you can do to kind of put that package together. Absolutely. So yeah. well, good. And and I, I'm glad that you know we we had you on too because you're 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 bringing up a lot of questions and points and things that that it's it's the whole package, mm-hmm. and and making sure your your loved ones are taken care of, that you're adequately insured, that you're planning for that future income. Right. Um, what about Um, other things like uh, taxes let's talk about taxes oh
3: fun yes (laughs) our favorite Favorite. right right (laughs) how do we avoid them oh right i wish i could tell you (laughs) Uh. they well having a a trusted cpa is essential if you are doing Mm -hmm. your own taxes and you it's worth paying a cpa to do Mm -hmm. it they are in the know on a lot of things and Mm -hmm. shout out to my guy neil he is phenomenal Mm -hmm. he finds you know opportunities to to give me options of putting money away for my retirement and just as a financial professional that I really value and trust so part of my job is building that group of trusted advisors and I've got three or four in every space uh, especially one to come back to the age 60 have an estate plan Mm-hmm. Make mm-hmm. sure you yes. know what you're going to do with your estate, especially when you are here in the state of Washington mm-hmm. and we were actually the Puget Sound area and the house prices we have. That asset alone yeah. mm-hmm. can make the difference between estate taxes yes. or not. That's yeah, absolutely, absolutely true. So having a plan and a, and a financial advisor and then a uh, trust and estates attorney is essential for mm-hmm. that as well. Um And getting the right team together, and I pretty much become my client's financial quarterback. Okay, you're a business owner. You need to start thinking about these things. Th- these are the folks that we need to bring on the team, mm-hmm. and this is how things are going to work out from there.
1: You look really great in shoulder pads, by the way.
3: Oh, um. great. Right. <laughs> I hope I don't, the get tackled, right? Probably didn't the helmet don't get tackled, right? Quarterbacks don't get tackled, right? Be like Russell Wilson. Just run.
1: Just, Just run. run. <laughs> But but I will say, um, you know, so I have another friend who's kind of going through this, and we've been, we've had estate attorneys on, and we're going to be having more of them. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to throw a couple things out. So one of my friend's um, mother just passed away, and they weren't necessarily particularly close, but a comment that the spouse said to me, she goes, messy in life, messy in death. Yes. As she was describing how they're having to deal with her belongings, Mm -hmm. and she was just like. Oh, this is awful. Yes, you know, and I know your father passed away mm-hmm. recently, and your father was very organized. You guys were all very organized, but even when you have it organized, it's difficult,
0: mm-hmm.
2: right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so there's you still can... a lot of things to, to yeah. wade through and consider. So and... many things. Mm-hmm. So
1: it's it's just a, an absolute necessity. Lots of people don't like to talk about it, but it doesn't have to be scary. And the more you do talk about it, the more comfortable you can get with mm-hmm. just. Saying that you're just coming from a place of care, Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness, yes. You know, um, I'm also going to throw this out there because you and I were just discussing this in the break. Um, So for our listeners, if you are interested, we are considering putting together a separate little Zoom webinar with Brittany. If Mm -hmm. you would like to be part of that, I'm going to uh, invite you to go to the Open House with Team Reba Facebook page and please send us a message there, or you can email me at info at teamreba.com.
2: And while we're talking about contact information yeah, too, Brittany, I was go people there have next. a question for you, yeah, how do they reach you?
3: Well, you can reach me at claritycapitalllc.com, and that is capital C-A-P-I-T-A-L, mm-hmm. not like the Capitol building. <laughs> uh, and you can also find me at Slater at com or 800-805-PLAN. Okay. And that is us. I'm also on LinkedIn and Facebook, so feel free to find me and follow me. I do give a lot of marketing and um, helpful hints, Tidbit Tuesdays, things of that yeah. nature, Okay. Um, to just gotta make it approachable. You. They've got to follow you there to that. But they have to, to find that. me, find me, follow
2: me. There you go. And I mean, this is going to be just, I, I'm going to actually do that subscription because I I'm picking up mm-hmm. a lot, even just from our, our brief conversation this afternoon and hope we're going to have you on the show again at some point in the future That's here as well.
3: Plan. I would yeah. love to come back. This is so fun.
2: Excellent. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and thank you all for listening in. Join us every Saturday from two to three o'clock for more open house with team Reba
1: and Sunday three to four There you and go. always on podcast.
2: There you go. Have a great weekend, everyone.
0: You for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at Remax Metro East Side on Facebook or email info at TeamReba.com. Join us again next Saturday afternoon at 2 for more Open House with Team Reba here on AM 1590. The answer. Our house in the middle The preceding program was sponsored by Team Reba of REMAX Metro Eastside and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services.